Less stress, more time, more money. Welcome to the Cash Flow Contractor. Short with Khalil Benaliul Hajj. What's up, Cash Flow Contractors? Khalil here with another short to help you find less stress, more time, and more money in your business. Excited to talk to you today about establishing core values. And we're going to cover what core values are, why you need them for your business how you can actually develop them, and finally, where you can use them in everyday situations in your business. Uh, today we're recording on video, it adds another layer for me. I'm a little bit nervous just because I can see myself on camera right now, but uh, we'll get through it. If you're listening on the podcast, please check us out on YouTube where you can find these videos, subscribe to our channel, and if you're on YouTube, check us out on the podcast, but also on social media where you may be seeing some clips from these videos. So. Going into core values, what are core values? If you think of your company, your company has a brand, and your brand is really the personality of your company. Your core values are going to be the traits, the behaviors, the characteristics of your company's brand. And so it's really important to establish what those core values are so that you know who your company personality is and you can better act that way as a company and live out those values. Um, if you think of your personal values, we all have personal values, whether we're intentional about them or not. And our personal values are not something that we just create out of thin air. We don't just say, okay, I'm, I value health. And so now that is one of my values as a person. No, like your values actually look like something, right? It's so if I say that one of my values is health and then I'm drinking five sodas a day and watching TV three hours a day and eating pizza every night, I'm probably not valuing health in my life. And so if, if you want to know what your personal values are, you want to look at where you spend your time, your money, and what you pay attention to. Those are the things that are going to really shape your values as a person. And it's no different than for a company. As you're trying to shape your core values for your company and establish those, you really need to look at a couple of things. You need to look at where you spend resources how you really act, your behaviors as a company, inside your company, inside of your team culture, and then what you really invest your money on, your energy on, uh, and what you pay attention to as a company. If you're really focused on your processes and you're really trying to get better each and every day at creating systems in your business, then you'll probably value efficiency, right? If you're spending a lot of time on service with customers and going above and beyond, Right? You may say that one of your values is a servant, uh, servant-led leadership, servant leadership, those kinds of things. That would be a value of yours, right? So I'm gonna go down in depth into each of these. So really quick, your core values should consist of qualities, but also principles, right? And the qualities are gonna be more so some characteristics, some standards of behavior, but then the principles are more so beliefs or rules that you're trying to follow, right? So, you know, maybe on time is one of your values. That would be more of a principle where qualities is more so friendliness or teamwork, right? Those are qualities that describe. So think of it in those two terms, either qualities or principles. So as we know what a core, as we get into deeper of how do you actually establish these core values, it's, it's really gonna follow three things. We've got clarity, intent, and commitment. You need these core values so that you can have clarity as to how to act and how to operate as a company. 
it's not just helpful for you, but it's helpful for your teammates, uh, for your employees. It's also helpful for customers as they see what your core values are and hear they see them on your website or hear them from uh, your employees in, or in your marketing. They're gonna know what to expect. So just like if you don't have a vision for your company, you're not gonna know where to go. You're gonna wind up somewhere that where you don't wanna be. If you don't know who you are and what your core values are, you're gonna act out of character and you're gonna become someone that you don't want to become, a company that you don't want to become. Uh, and when others know who you are, the expectations that they set for you just makes the relationship easier. Think about in a personal life, if you meet your friend or a spouse, let's say, at church, you already have a sense of what the core values are at church, right? There's a certain set of standards that you follow when you meet them at church. Or if you meet them at the gym, you can already tell that, wow, yeah, I met so-and-so at the gym. You already have some things that you have in common. You like maybe like to work hard, you value health, right? You like to be fit, uh, you care about your image, whatever it is. And then there's also the ones, you maybe meet some at a bar. It's a whole different set of values, right? So if, if you know these values, that's why we go to church or to the gym and we try to find somebody to meet there that's a friend or a spouse. Same thing as a company. If we know their values as a customer or even as an employee, we're more likely to want to join and to, to have an expectation of what's going to be going on. I want to go down into the intent aspect of that. So if you set standards for your company, you and your employees are more likely to follow them. They act as kind of a roadmap, as a guide that we can follow. We can look to our values for inspiration, right? For setting our intentions and our goals, for making decisions. Sometimes we have to visualize who we want to become in order to actually get there. That's why we set goals. And that's why establishing these core values allows you to go after things with a better intent, with a clearer intent of where we want to go. Um, the last thing with this of why we need it is commitment. When you know who you are, you make better decisions. It's, it's like if I know, man, I, I, let's say I wanna go on a diet, for example. Uh, for that month that I'm on this diet, it makes it easier for me to make those decisions that, hey, I, I know what I'm gonna be doing for that next month. It makes it easier to make decisions than if I didn't have a plan. But a diet is temporary, right? And during that entire month, if I say I'm not gonna be drinking soda, and, I, and let's say I have, I've drank a lot of soda in the past, for that next month, I'm gonna be thinking about soda a lot, right? I'm gonna be like, oh man, I can't wait till this month is over so I can have another drink of soda. Well. That's what a, a, a diet gives us a temporary thing to work through and it's not all that effective because it's just temporary. When you establish your core values, it's really making a commitment to who you are and that's a long-term thing. If I say in my life, hey, I just don't drink soda. I, I'm 100%, that's not what I do, right? My decisions are made for me. No, soda, no, I don't drink it, right? Rather as, ah, not this month, but next month I'll have a soda. It, it makes it that much easier when we've established who we are that we can actually live by those values. Same thing as a company. Whenever we know who we are, we have a commitment to it, right? If one of our top values is teamwork, right? Well, then everything we do needs to be team related, right? If one of our values is communication, then we better be answering the phone. We better be replying to emails. We better be on top of things because that's who we are, 
right? So uh, establishing your core values will help you to have clarity. It'll help you to have better intentions. It will also help you to be more committed to your uh, to who you're going to be. So how do we actually develop that? This is going to be the meat of this entire short. So establishing core values really shouldn't be something where you're brainstorming what values do we want to have. It really should be based on who you already are for the most part, the best version of your current self, right? You don't want to set values that are low standards, but the best version of yourself, really, who can we be? Maybe there is a stretch value that you have that is, man, I really want us to grow in this direction. And so you set the value there where, and you don't feel like you're currently there, but you have something that you can be working towards. But for the most part, your values should already be who you are and you're just defining them, right? So the first step is research. And this is, a, this is the most important, the most lengthy aspect of this. And this takes time. When we help companies develop their core values, it takes a long time because we really have to get down to the, the heart of things and really understand not just from their perspective, but from everyone's perspective, who they really are. So the first step of that research is self-evaluate. Just yourself as the owner or maybe partners of the company, self-evaluate yourselves to really understand who you are. Where do you spend your time? How do you uh, spend your resources and where do you spend those resources? What do you consider to be most important to you as a business owner? Uh, how do you make decisions? What guides you? How do you really, are you gonna go and look at the numbers? Or are you going off your gut feelings? What is it that guides your decision-making? And what do you try to avoid? What are some, maybe it's you used to work somewhere else and you left because of a certain reason. Why did you leave? Understand the, the values that caused you to leave that place. What do you try to avoid? But do that just for yourselves as partners or as a, as a business owner. It's really gonna help you guys to understand the direction that you want to be going. It's gonna almost flesh out your vision and the culture that you want to build at your company. As you, go, as you go on to the next step, you wanna evaluate your company. What really makes you guys unique? What makes your company different from everybody else in the competitive landscape or in your geographic area? What is the personality, the brand of your company? When, when people think of your brand, what comes to mind, right? Uh, what do you want to come to mind also? What is something that you do really, really well? Maybe it's, it's your processes, maybe it's your service, maybe it's the way that you communicate. Maybe it's uh, just your, your marketing in general is really good. Uh, maybe you have a great message or a why. What is it that you do better than anybody else? What do you do poorly? It's really important as you establish your core values to go through the process of elimination. It's just as important to understand who you are not just as it is important to understand who you are, right? So understanding what you do poorly is also really well. And then go through, what would you never do as a company? What's something that you we would never cheat a customer, right? Or we would never lie. What are some of those things that you would never do? It's gonna help you understand as a company who you are by process of elimination. So once you've evaluated yourself, you've evaluated your company, you're gonna go on to, to ask your team members what their thoughts are. This is so crucial. Don't do this by yourself. Involve others and really understand what they think. Ask them, what do you like most about working here? What makes us different than the previous place or places that you've worked? Uh, what do you think is most important to our company from your perspective? What do we really value? What would you say our reputation is? What are some things that you hear from customers about our company? And really go into detail on those things. Get some adjectives that describe the company. 
if you ask your team members, this is going to be one of the most honest pieces of information that you can get in your research process that should really outline your values. You can also ask them, what are some things that you wish we valued that we that you don't think we do and why? And you're going to learn a lot. And it, this is why it's a process, because as you ask all these questions of yourself, of your company and of your team members, you're going to learn a lot of things. And it's going to make you take a step back and say, wow, we might need to change some things. Right. And you may have to realize like, oh, actually, that person might isn't a good fit because they value this and they want us to go in this direction. We really don't like that as a as an owner, as a part as a partnership. That's not where we're going. Lastly, what you're going to do is you're going to ask customers. Uh, this one can be the most difficult uh, process because it it's a little nerve wracking and you don't know if you should really be listening to these types of customers, but really when you ask these customers, look for the best ones, not just the ones that like you the most, but the ones that really paid on time, the ones that left a review, the ones that were easier to work with, uh, the ones that didn't complain about price, whatever it was, get their feedback because that's the people that you wanna work with long-term and they're gonna give you a more honest opinion of, of your company. You don't just want the friend who worked with you because he knows you. You wanna get the people that chose you for a specific reason. So you can ask them, what do you think when you hear of our company name? How would you describe us? If you were to recommend us to a friend, what would you tell them about us? What sets us apart from the competition? And then ask them, what are five words that really describe us as a company? Um, or even phrases, it doesn't have to be just words. Those are some things that are really gonna be helpful as you ask customers that are gonna help you do better research to refine your values. So just to recap really quick of that research stage, you're going to self-evaluate, you're going to evaluate your company, then you're going to ask your team members and get their opinion, and then you're going to ask your customers and get their opinion. Once you have all of this research, there's a lot here, it takes us on to the next step, which is that we need to refine, right? Taking all of this research, we need to refine and make a list of, first, I, I encourage you to do anti-values, the things that don't describe you, right? So like lying, cheating, stealing, um, inefficiency, Right? Whatever it is that it doesn't make sense to you and you, those are anti-values, we want to list those out. So make a list of 10 to 15 anti-values based on your research of who you are not. Then we want to go on to your actual values and make a list of 10 to 15 values based on the research. It can be words like adjectives or it can be phrases, right? but make a list of all of these. Then once you've done that, give brief descriptions to your actual values on the list. Right. So if integrity is one of the values on your list give a little description of that you know we're always going to be upfront and honest we're we're going to tell them exactly what the issue is we're not going to hold back we are going to do the right thing every time just really give descriptions to these values because it makes it more real sometimes whenever we have words like integrity and honesty and transparency or whatever it is those can be good words but they become invisible because they're overused. Everyone says integrity, everyone says service oriented. And so it be, they kind of hide and they don't really mean anything. You really need to give descriptions to them. The next thing as to, to do that you can do in this refine stage is that you can ask and collaborate with your team to refine that list down to about six core values that really make sense. And what you're gonna do during that process is you're gonna actually combine some of these core values into some phrases or some unique words that really mean something to you that have descriptions. And so 
by working with your team, you're going to be able to establish, hey, we have this list of 10 or 15. What do you think best describes us? What values do we really hold true to and do we want to hold true to? Uh, once you get those six, it's really going to be a lot clearer. Um, so the next thing that I ask that you do on this after the refine stage is define, right? Go deeper on the descriptions of these values. You may have some brief descriptions for the six that you've refined to, but let's go even a bit deeper. Let's try to write like paragraphs on this, why this is a core value, what it really means, what it looks like in action. It, sometimes it's really helpful to think of like idioms or common expressions that define these or maybe even analogies that fit these values. And even to think of clear examples of these values at work, of a, a time that you guys did something as a team and this is why teamwork is one of our values or a time that you help this customer and why that is one of your core values. That really brings it to life. And when you, when you go deeper, when you get bigger descriptions, whenever you have examples or expressions and analogies of these core values, it's actually gonna help you to finalize these core values, which is usually the most difficult part and really why people bring us in to help with this aspect of it. Because it's so hard to do it for yourself, but it's easier to do it for somebody else. So during this finalized stage, the last stage of actually developing these core values, what you wanna do is you wanna choose the top values. Maybe you keep all six that you were fine down to because you can't get uh, any less. I highly, highly recommend do not have more than six values. Even six can be a lot. But get down to three to six top values that you have that you really wanna highlight. And what you wanna do is you wanna make some really clear, maybe it's uh, catchy or memorable, unique, core values, the wording for these core values. And so uh, like, for example, some of our core values are together is better, always be inspired, right? Those are really easy to remember phrases that we can keep onto, they're a little bit catchy and they're unique, right? They help us to memorize them as a team, they help us to stand out, but they're also concise and clear. You understand what that means when I say together is better. And then what I would do is come up with some phrases that go behind it to describe it, but like one or two sentences that are also catchy, that are unique and memorable with clear wording. Once you do that, it's gonna be really easy for you guys to share them as a team. And it's gonna be really easy for other people to understand and to get behind them. If they're not catchy, if they're not unique, they're almost invisible and no one wants to read them. But if they're short snippets that people can read and with just a glance, it really makes a difference. Um, in fact, I'll actually have us link down in the show notes our core values so you can see exactly how we used some clear formatting and some catchy phrases and memorable phrases that really have deep meaning behind each of them. So that's in a nutshell how to develop your core values. That's I know that's a little bit in depth, um, but it, it takes time. Don't think that you're going to do this in an afternoon or even in a week. It may take a month or two to really dig deep into these core values and refine that list. Um, once, you, once you do have those core values, you want to use them throughout your company, right? You want to use them in your culture statements. You want to use them for the posters that you put around the wall, right? When you go into a hiring conversation, you're going to be able to um, say, hey, what are your core values? Here's ours. Do you feel like you fit, fall in line with these core values? Uh, which ones do you not think you fall in line with? 
uh, you're gonna be able to look for those in candidates and base dis- hiring decisions off of values. I think we've talked about this previous on the podcast, but when you hire, you wanna hire for value and values and not for skills. Values are a lot harder to teach and I don't recommend you trying to teach values uh, to somebody from scratch. But skills, you can teach people. And if you have people that have the right values for your company, the skills will come uh, if they're not already there. You can also use your values for firing, right? Whenever you are working with um, one of your employees and it just doesn't seem right, and you say, hey, it's just not a good fit, that doesn't really have any weight to it, right? If, but if you're able to say, hey, these are our five core values here and you know these four you really haven't exhibited inside of your work, like you're, you're never on time or whatever it is, you're able to really point to those core values and that, high, and that firing decision becomes a lot easier. It's not a good fit because of these core values. Um, next thing that I love to do, and I think I've talked about this on previous episodes, but it's so helpful with managing your team. Whenever you have a team meeting and you're and you want to really celebrate somebody that did something right, you're able to say, "Hey, team, I just wanted to to acknowledge that you know John here has done an excellent job of over communicating. That's one of our core values that we want to go above and beyond on communication. And this week he did this, this, and this to live out that core value, and it's it really shine. Let's do a round of applause for John." that's gonna go that much further in really reinforcing your culture and your values inside of your culture, but it's also gonna make the team be like, man, wow, that's a good core value. I wanna live up to that, and now I know an example of it, and it really helps you to highlight that inside of your team. It really helps with your marketing as well. If you have your core values on your website, the way that you communicate in your marketing is a, is a core value in itself, and so you have a kind of a, a blueprint of how you can talk in your marketing, on your website, on social media, even on sales conversations, how you work with people as a company, as a personality out there, really can be seen through your core values. The next thing is that it really just helps with general decision making. Just like if I know that one of my core values is health, it helps me make decisions personally based on what I eat, how I live each and every day. Same thing as a company, right? If one of our core values is efficiency, I can I know how I need to be working as a business owner that my processes better be really efficient and I need to be constantly looking to improve there. If one of my core values is uh, you know being lean and making it work, right, then I probably shouldn't be investing a ton of money in extra supplies that I don't really need uh, for inventory or investing to- uh, money in software that we never use, right? We wanna be efficient, we wanna be lean. That may, that's gonna help us make better decisions. So um, these are just some examples of how you can use the core values, but really what I wanna get at is establishing these core values acts as a roadmap, keeps you consistent, and gives you some standards and behaviors to practice and live by as a company. It helps you as a manager, helps you as an owner, uh, and really helps your team understand how they need to be acting. So uh, I hope that you've liked this. Uh, we do this for companies as part of our branding process. So if you wanna work with us at Benali, we're happy to, to work through this with you. And I'd be happy to hear from you what was you know, the biggest takeaway from this conversation about establishing core values. Lastly, we've gone a lot longer in this short. Our previous shorts have gone like seven minutes, 10 minutes maybe. And we're intentionally going a little bit longer because that's feedback that we've gotten from you guys. 
If you've missed the old format of having five to 10 minute episodes for these shorts, let us know. If you're liking this longer format, please let us know. And we're also adding video along with it. So I'd love for you guys to, uh, to be watching on YouTube and to subscribe. So thanks a ton. I hope that establishing core values and having this discussion is already helping you think about how it's gonna help you save money in your company, save time for your company, and just reduce the stress that you have around your culture and your team. So uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Cashflow Contractors. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to The Cashflow Contractor. Check out our website in the show notes or visit thecashflowcontractor.com.